The Fable and Folly Network supports creators of exceptional audio stories, including the one you're listening to right now. If you love our shows, we want to hear from you. Complete our listener survey at fableandfolly.com slash survey. This will help us learn more about you, what you like, what you'd like to hear more of, and how we can maintain an inclusive, safe atmosphere. As a thank you for your participation, we have extras and behind-the-scenes content from your favorite shows. Fans make the network what it is. Thanks for listening, and we can't wait to hear from you. Find our listener survey at fableandfolly.com slash survey today. If you enjoy this podcast, please consider supporting us on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash station to station. You can also find us on Twitter at S2S Podcast and on Tumblr at s2s-podcast.tumblr.com. Episode 3, Analysis Paralysis. God, it feels so heavy all of a sudden. Uh, this cause, this job we've dedicated ourselves to. We all knew that it wasn't going to be easy. We all knew the risks, but how do you prepare for something like that? That one accident that shook us, I guess. I guess I know why we all tried not to acknowledge it for so long. Come on, think. Jonathan Costello. I know this. I know. Tall. Tall. He was definitely taller than me. Maybe six feet? Yes, that's right. That sounds right. With brown... Blonde? No, brown hair. I know it was brown. Or, I think. I... Maybe... (sighs) Log 20-ish. It's Saturday. 900 hours, and I'm very excited to be resuming my research after three days of sitting in my cabin doing absolutely no work of scientific consequence whatsoever. Today's first priority is to reevaluate my findings from earlier this week related to element 720A. However, Since I haven't been able to get out of my room without risking bodily harm for days, test sample D died unobserved. And samples A and C were, uh, compromised. Post-mortem. 
which is a polite way of saying rotting at the bottom of my waist bin for days like the most overwrought metaphor for three years worth of work and research and grant writing and career aspirations and wasted time. This is stupid. This is so, so stupid. Oh, oh, uh, Dr. Juan, sorry, <laughs> you, you startled me, uh, did, did you, um, did, did you need any more supplies? Uh, uh hi, yes, I, I was looking for, uh, I, I wanted some batteries for my tape recorder, the charge is running low, I, I think, <laughs> it, it's acting up, um, do you have any in here? <sighs> Uh, they keep those of the office supplies. You want um, the supply closet near the bedroom? Right, uh, of course. Uh, I guess I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if you need anything, you can always ask me or one of the other lab techs. Fetch and carry is half the reason we're here. <laughs> Unless, um, is everything... Fine. Oh. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Um, what kind does it oh, take? what? The recorder. D double A? Um, triple, I think. I thank you so much. Yeah, no problem. Okay. I, I guess I should get out of your way now. Wait, Dr. Schwann. Yes? You forgot your notebook. Oh, right, right. Thank you. You can bring the batteries to the lab. <laughs> sure. Great. I'll, um, I'll, I'll just... Hey, uh, 56. There's this weird patch of corridor right outside the lab. You know, the one that, uh... One of that girl died. Laurel, I... I should say her name. Laurel... What was her last name again? It feels awful talking about it even now, but it doesn't feel right not to. They cleaned the lab, of course. The floor, the machinery, the window, and... Now it's like it never even happened. Maybe that's why I'm trying so hard to remember her. So weird walking past that bit of the building. My brain doesn't even know how to process that space. Like it. You know that apartment we used to share, our, our second year postgrad, Miranda? There was always this hallway with the corner that was always freezing, always a little darker than the rest of the room. I kept trying to get checked out, and you were just like, maybe it's the architecture. And, well, anyway, it's. It's a bit like that hallway. You hated that place. I remember because I did too. Like, there was something just screaming at you not to go down there. And it just... It reminded me of that because that's exactly what it's like. That's what people say it feels like when you walk past that lab. The corridor is just wrong, somehow. Sometimes you can cross it within two strides, and sometimes it takes five minutes to get 30 feet, and there's always this patch of freezing air when you get past the door. People have been freaking out over it. 
Management says it's just a ventilation problem, but like hell I'm ever trusting them again. Log... Uh... Log continues. It's half two in the morning, so that makes it Sunday here. We've been let out of our cells and back into the labs. I think everyone's glad to be back at work. Well, nearly everyone. Uh, two of the other scientists started shouting at each other in the wet lab just before lunch break. Simmons and McKinley, I think. Either way, Fredrickson nearly had to pull them off each other. It was something about stealing research. Maybe she got too close to his test samples again. Yeah, I don't know. I wasn't really listening. Oh, Christ. That was so stupid of me this afternoon. Malix isn't going to be keeping a, a top-secret killing machine in with the extra microscope slides. Oh, now I'm going to be that weird researcher who hides in closets by tomorrow lunch, all because I didn't think to check if the draft I was feeling every time I went by came from an overhead air vent. <sighs> I guess it wasn't nearly as creepy as that place in uni was. And remember, we had to pass it every time we wanted to get to the post box, and it was always... Oh. Oh! I remember that! I had the room of the kitchen, and and John had the one... Yeah, the one down the hall with the... That's right. There was something he had taped on the door. Right, a map, or a poster, or a... Oh, what was it? Oh... No, what it was... Huh. No. Never mind. It's gone. I've decided to dissect sample D. The rate of decay remains much slower than what I'd expect to see three days post-mortem, and it's not as much use without the other samples, but there could be some... There could be some... <gasps> Interesting. <sighs> night shifts, huh? Oh, what? I said, I didn't know you were doing night shifts. You owe Simmons a favor? Oh, no. I was... I just... I had a thought, and... Couldn't sleep, huh? Did you need something? A lot of people didn't get a chance to do a proper disposal before that storm hit, and management wants to free up space in the wet lab before the next dive. You got anything to toss? I already cleaned everything out. Yeah, looks like you did. Really couldn't sleep, huh? Wow, lucky you. What? You got a whole lab bench to yourself. They didn't try to stick you with anybody? There was supposed to be... me. Just me. I don't know why. 
Maybe there was extra space? Careful. All that elbow room might make somebody jealous. Do you think I need to talk to someone? If anyone's feeling cramped, I don't want to be no, hugging. No, it's fine. Luck of the draw, right? Enjoy that bureaucratic oversight. And try to get some sleep. You too? He doesn't remember either. I, um, experiment paused again. I'll try to finish up in the morning. Right now, I, I think I just need some coffee. Rough week. Sam took a few days off for Lunar New Year's, and when she came back, she was acting weird, like paranoid, jittery, really, really jumpy. She was having a lot of doubts about where this was all going, and then she was gone just in a couple days. Manager said she transferred to another department, you know, typical conspiracy cover. But I wish I knew why. All she said was she had other plans for her science degree than this. And that she's whisked away by men in black. Priyanka stepped up to defend her and now she's gone too. End of the day. They brought in someone from another lab and now everyone keeps their heads down. I had to keep my mouth shut after that. Had to. Just so I could finish my own work. I mean, I just... I wish... She shouldn't have... She knew what they would have done if she had pushed them like that. I didn't want anything to... I didn't want to see them leave. They were so good at their jobs. Razor's been acting weird, too. He just sort of stopped talking to people as much as before. She, he doesn't show up to lunch anymore. Someone said it could be PTSD because he was so close to Laurel. I heard he's been at the bar a lot. Like I said, it's been a rough week for all of us. There's been a sea change and no one knows how to deal with it. One day you're on top of the world, the next this. Even in the middle of the ocean, it turns out people put the pot back in the coffee machine with only a quarter cup left. It's nearly 4am now, I think. I'm going through the notes again. They're even worse than I remembered. I don't know how anyone was supposed to read this. There are parts of Notebook 3 that are just scribbles. This one's covered in nested shapes with lines running all through them. God. He's ruined a whole page of notes. I hope I took the mickey out of Costello if he doodled on our lab work like this. It feels so empty in here at this time of night. 
everything echoes. Huh. At least there's no one around to hear me talking to myself. And if anyone did come in, I'd guess they'd find it crazier that I'm raving about an experiment that's scrubbing people out of everyone else's memories. You couldn't just give me directions, could you, Costello? Dear Miranda, your life's work kills people. I'll be conducting my mad science in room 11 if you want to come visit. You couldn't do that? Unless... Unless... I think I've got it now. It took me three cups of coffee to find out all the right pages. Some of these really are just covered in scribbles, I think. But some of them... I thought all those little lines were just doodles, but if you lay everything out together, they're more like channels. He was drawing a route. He must have drawn this right before mobilization. It's not the best map. It, it looks like he changed his mind and wrote over what he'd done before a few times on some of the pages, but with everything laid out properly, you can see the shapes of the Astrid underneath the chaos. And there's one spot, near the front of the ship. He's gone over it and over it. The pen's almost gone through the paper. That's it. That's the place. <laughs> It's in the engine room. The lab isn't safe. They have eyes on everyone. Anyone who steps out of line or mouths off or asks the wrong questions gets marked for discipline. No one knows what it means. We're all just waiting for another shoe to drop, I guess. It's been 70 days, or, or a bit more, I, maybe? I think, I, I'm losing count. Anyway, I don't think I'll be getting out of this. Not in one piece. The atmosphere in the lab has been, has not been pretty, to put it mildly. <laughs> We've been observed. We were being observed the whole time. From even before, before the incident with Laurel. Something about... Reactions to trauma. They want to know how we behave in reaction to unconventional environmental stress. You know, I... I don't even know if it was real. If she was real, or... Or if she was another spy, or... I just want this to be over. Me? I'm looking for engineering. The sink's backing up in the wet lab and... No. An engineer. Say an engineer. I wouldn't need the whole maintenance crew for a blocked pipe. It's going to be fine. I'll be in and out. No one's going to notice. It's going to be fine. Is anyone... No. No one down here either.
The Astrid's laid out like other ships I've been on. I'm nearly at the engine room. I am... Um, I was thinking I should say something here, in case someone's listening to this later, because I'm... No, that's... that's... that's really melodramatic, isn't it? I'm just going to keep moving. I don't know. I don't. They're all gone. Anja, Samson, Rhodey, Ray's. They're gone. And I can't even remember them beyond the lab. I only know they were here because there, there used to be more people here, and now, now I can remember all I can see is where they're not. It's not fair to them. It's not. They were good people. They don't deserve to be remembered like this. I've done everything I can, and it's not enough. So I need to fix this. I need to fix this. I don't care what it takes, but it's not gonna take another person. I'm running out of tape, so I'll have to go back and record over. A lot of the stuff's pretty irrelevant anyway, the old stuff, but I'm out. I use Montague's name to get research spot on the Astrid. I'm... I'm out. This might be my only chance to make things right. I have a few weeks. I'll need to go to ground for a bit. One more thing. I, uh... I've always... You were like family to me, Miranda. I'm sorry about all of this. I'm sorry for the mess I made and, and, and the weird crap I'm about to get you involved with. I... I I don't even completely understand it myself, but I figured maybe you would. I think I'm okay with not coming out of this in one piece. Because then I won't have to look you in the eye. Goodbye, Miranda. I love you. And trust. I, um... I think I'm close now. There was a corridor off the engine room, and when I got close, everything felt... just really wrong somehow. Oh, I can still feel all the hairs on my head standing up. There's so many twists and turns down here. I hope Costello's map is right. Um, I think I need to go left, or huh, straight on. God, I wish he used a clean piece of paper to draw this. 
I found the lab. It's right where the map says it should be, but I don't see any locks or keypads or... I'm going to take a look. It's really dark in there. Uh, let me see if I can... Yeah, that's better. What? It was here. It was... It was just here. This doesn't scare me, you hear? Whatever you did to Costello, you won't do it to me. Oh, please let this work. Please. Please. and then right, and then right, and then straight. That's all. Left, and then right, and then right, and then straight, and then, then. And then right and then straight, and then left, and... Christ! And a nap. I was thinking, come back Who's there? Can you hear me? So that's how we're playing this, okay? Alright, fine. One look inside, and then I am... Let me out! What the... Who, who's in there? For the love Are you alright? Schwan? Is that you? The door's stuck! Let me out! Get me out of here! What are you doing? Uh, how did you do that? Get meals I ate last week to come up, you mean? You got us up here so fast, there's no way I wandered around down there for 20 minutes. Yes, I was highly motivated. Oh, please. That corridor. Costello said it distorted time. Maybe there's some sort of quantum effect, or maybe... Seriously, this isn't hitting you? What were you doing down there? What were you doing down there? Do you work for them? Do you work for them? Is that really your plan? Repeating everything I say? Hey, you can't knock a girl for trying. <sighs> okay. Wow, that sunshine feels good right about now, doesn't it? Yeah. I, uh, I recognize you from the lab. It's Janelle, right? Nettie's fine. Miranda. What were you doing down there? Depends. Do you work for Malik's? No, I don't. Are you sure about that? Very. And I was snooping, same as you. I, um, I got an anonymous tip a while back that Malik's latest development project was going sideways. 
lots of ethical violations, you know, safety issues too. Guess I found what I was looking for. I don't understand. Who would tell you? I thought the project was top secret. Mm-mm, I gave you something already. Your turn. What's got you so interested in the never-ending hallway? Well, I had a friend who was working on whatever they've done down there. And it killed him. I... I know that for certain now. Jesus. Alright, um, we need to get out of earshot. You can come to... No, maybe we should go to yours. Do you think... Would you go on record about your friend? On... What? I, I could keep your name out of it, probably. I mean, my editor would need to know, but you must have signed the same non-disclosure forms as I did. I mean, we could just argue that you did it out of, like, no, fear no, of no, retaliation. No, stop. Or... Slow down. I thought you were a lab tech. <laughs> well, technically, I... Oh, okay, that was really bad. I'm really sorry. It's like the adrenaline or something. Um, I'm a journalist, and I'm here undercover. And I think that you might be able to help me. Station to Station is a production of Procyon Podcast Network. This episode was written by Andrea Clausen and directed by Alex Yoon and Andrea Clausen. Music composed by Dominic Right. Sound engineering by Aaron S. and Alex Yoon. Featuring the voice of Emily Wong and Joe Chang as Miranda Chen. Nadine El Amami as Janelle Cochrane. Zach Labresco as Sebastian Fredrickson. Hunter Grin as Jonathan Costello. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish.